<laughs> you dirt-eating piece of slime! You scum-sucking pig! You son of a motherless goat! What is thy bidding, my master? Go ahead, make my day. Think about that. I'm back! Stop it! This is the Brian Suits Show. 911, what Supreme Court justice are you here to assassinate? Brett Kavanaugh. What? You said red, like the color? Brett. Right. The Supreme Court justice. Okay. Not clearance, not clearance, Thomas, or Amy Boney Carrot, or whatever. Anyway, red. Uh, hey, it's Friday, as you can clearly tell. AM 770-KTTH, identify the radio station. Uh, Brian Suits, identify the host. And it is actual Friday, the uh, double digit of, speaking of double digits, the Consumer Price Index was for uh, May, which was released a few uh, minutes ago. We'll get to that in just a second. Oh, you know, yes, stating the obvious, uh, the things you already know. We'll get to it right after we get you to work with the right way traffic. See, I know how Saudi princes think. Uh, AM seven seventy KTTH. Brian Suits here for a for your Friday, uh, the tenth of June, twenty twenty two. Along with uh, producer Greg, um, I heard uh, the, it was the American that said uh, live golf tour. It was the BBC that said live golf tour. Why is it I'm the only person that knew it was 54? It was a Roman numeral 54. Oh, that's what it is. You know why? the, the This is the golf controversy that's tearing the world of professional golf apart. There. It's 54 holes instead of 72. No! Right? No? No. They're up. They're dogfighting in their Gulfstream 650s up there. Ah. Mickelson versus who's not on the thing? No, 54 is if you birdied every hole on a 72 on a par 72 course. So four four times 18. You know, a golf tournament's always four days. So LIV is a 54. If you if you shoot a 54. Uh, in a uh, on a uh, par seventy two course. Okay, but it's a double meaning though, because I heard that they're only playing three rounds in this new format. Well, what's well? Wait, eighteen, 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 18 plus eighteen is thirty six. Add another eighteen. Something in the. Isn't that incredible? So you have two meanings in one. Weird. It really is the best new golf league in the world. <laughs> um. Anyway, we'll uh, get to that if we can find some. My last half about this just fell on the ground. So yeah. if I can, if I bother to bend over and pick it up, then eh. we'll we'll get it. This is the uh, the nine one one call from earlier this week. The uh, guy who flew from I guess LAX to uh, DC to kill Brett Kavanaugh, and then uh, he got the ips. Speaking of golf, he got the ips when he's actually on uh, Kavanaugh Street. And he has a lengthy conversation with a 911 operator who talks him off the ledge. But the guy calls saying, I want to harm myself. And then he says, I want to harm others. And he asks him, well, who who did you want to harm? And this is the guy's across the street from Brett Kavanaugh's house. Not red, Brett Kavanaugh's. Brett Kavanaugh. You said red, like the color? Brett. Brett. The Supreme Court Justice. Okay. What I love about this call, Brian, is how many outs the 911 dispatcher is trying to give the wannabe killer. Did you say red? 
Uh, oh, oh, did you say bread? Uh, no, 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 Brett. B R E T T. That's the thing. It's it's like you know. Does he have Zillow in front of him? And 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 he's he's uh, actually saying, "Oh, okay. I thought you were going to kill the sausage king of Montgomery County. <laughs> that would be the famous Red Kavanaugh, right. who's a fine, fine chap. And I uh, just won't be a party to that. So." Uh, anyway, he he goes on a lengthy description of how he found the address, and, uh, and that that's uh, one of my polls. And so we'll we'll get to that a little later on. Uh, the the phrase that pays right now is oh I don't have I gotta wake up the uh, you know this is the thing about a sleepover and bringing them here at uh, arriving at four fifteen. Hey guys, wake up! I've got the uh... yeah. Oh, oh! You, I can't say annoyed at you. Morning. So uh, I tweeted this out. Um, the Bureau of Labor Statistics at five thirty Pacific Coast time released uh, that the the overall inflation rate, which they might cite, uh, this is the uh, change in consumer prices in an over twelve month period. Um, major categories is 6%. Well, wait, I'm not paying 6% more at the pump. Oh, yeah, yeah. This number that they're going to cite uh, is, is all items except for food and energy. So for all for all Americans who are starving and not driving anywhere for assistance, uh, you're only paying 6%. But this uh, hard-to-find luxury item that many enjoy called food, try 10.1%. We can drill down on that. And, and here's the thing. Here's what's crazy. Is last month they had the percentage in increments of 10. They had 10, 20, 30, 40. This month they've done away with the uh with the 10 and the 30. Um because your uh, major categories of energy such as the stuff, the dinosaur juice that you pump into your automobile has gone up 34.6%. Um, in, in many cases, in, in certain brands in certain regions of America, uh, gas has has clearly doubled, and I, I don't even re- remember six is very common on, on my drive up to work now. S- six and then whatever is, is common. Six for eighty seven octane. Um, what? Tell me about your exclusive gated communities in the Renton. I think I'm still just going through, what is it, the seven stages of grief right now? Denial, Den- anger, denial. bargaining. Just I might be in the depression Relying on phase. AAA to, to gas you up. You know, they only put a gallon in. I mean, that's such a, it, it's such a loser's way. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to spend six I'll just pull over here on the side of the road and act like I'm out of gas. I think I'm on the precipice of acceptance and hope, but could still be a ways off. I'm not sure. Um, I, I have learned to open gas buddy in the morning and then the afternoon and, and see the change. But, uh, so, so anyway, the, the reason I mention uh, that it's Friday and that the CPI in inflation consumer price index was, was released today was, I, I do think that what drove quite a bit of last night was that there is a full court press by the democratic party to come up with as many distractions uh, as, as possible. Um, and because you know the the programming last night, which, which went across the board except for Fox, but Fox Business showed it. Um, was the, there were two audiences? There were audiences of people uh, 
likely to donate money to the Democratic Party, and they had absolutely every assumption they've had since January 6, 2021, validated, then I was the other audience. Um, uh, uh, people like me, people who didn't buy QAnon ever because it was so clearly not somebody on the inside. Anyone who ever had, had a clearance could see that. Um, and then people who have read the Constitution, because, uh, but because you wouldn't be there on January 6th to delay a procedural, practically ceremonial vote. It, it, and, 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 and so that, that brings up two things. Thing one, the use of the term coup. I, I, this, what they didn't do for me last night was I thought that there was going to be some big, you know, one, one-armed man reveal. What's a, what's a big uh, end of, end of uh, a, a big Breaking Bad reveal? Well, he Kaiser reveals Soze. he dies. Kaiser Soze. Uh, Kaiser, yeah. Kevin Spacey uh, walks out and starts walking. He's not crippled. He goes from a limp to a normal walk. Yeah. He's not verbal. He is all along Kaiser Soze. Um, and I thought there was going to be a text thread, text stream, audio, something directly uh, from Trump to Enrique Torrio of the Proud Boys conspiring to stop this procedural vote. And even though that wouldn't be a coup, but there was nothing like that. And there was just, they had the documentary filmmaker there and he was following around the Proud Boys and uh, the, the Oath Keepers. And the the big revelation is that they were never attending the rally. They were always <clears throat> kind of reconning the Capitol. Okay, um, but that's not a coup. I mean, it's a it's still it's still a riot. It, okay, and I guess so. You need to tell me if it's in your mind, even though procedurally there's no way the day ends with you in federal power of the United States of America. But if you think that you can, is that still a coup? And I've always hated. Or, or attempted coup. You think yes. this is going to work. Are you a, 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 you know, in America, intent can get you arrested. You you go to SeaTac with a string of Reddit posts and all this about how you're going to join ISIS. You're violating the law. Is So if, if you think, no matter how stupid you are, if you think that without a weapon, you're going to walk into the U.S. Capitol and kidnap Nancy Pelosi and somehow that's mm-hmm. going to that's going to put you in power or keep Trump in power. You're really stupid, but does that make it a coup? It's no secret I've long held that January 6th is a disgrace, but I've, like you, always hated the designation that this was some kind of formalized coup or uh, the phrase democracy in peril. Drastically overblown ways of characterizing what happened that day. I I, I think Trump incited the riot. I, I think that was made clear last night. But as far as like, oh, man, we were just minutes away from losing our constitutional republic. I think that's one of the stupidest um, so hyperbolic statements. And, and it is insulting. That's exactly right. I do think uh, Mike Pence was a hero that day. He really could have thrown us into a constitutional crisis had he not uh, carried out his duty, which was more of a... Oh, what's the term I'm looking for? At a ceremony. Yeah, ceremonial. Exactly right. I mean, I, I happen to have... Um, the U.S. Constitution, uh, Article 2, Section 1, you uh, right here. you got your pocket Constitution here this morning. Very and nice. as we all know, the the method and the procedure was amended by the uh, 12th Amendment, 
blah, 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 superseded by Section 3 of the 20th Amendment. I mean, it's effectively a, a, a ceremony. You know, if, if I'd heard that the 82nd Airborne was dropping on the White House um, and uh, to, to uh, oppose Trump being anything more than a trespasser at noon on January 20th, okay, well, round him up and shoot him. Uh, you know, that's, that's a coup attempt. But as, as Hitler taught us all, a failed coup is a putsch. We go to the, we go to, if it succeeds or it's attempted, it's in French. If it fails, it's in uh, German. It's a push. But uh, anyway, and then another question about the whole theatrical or the, uh, theatricality uh, uh, of last night, you know, keeping in mind that Democrats hate cops until they love them, until they're great props, uh, great extras. Uh, that I, I've had a question ever since January 6th. And, and I've occasionally aired it. But uh, we'll talk about it right after this. Same 770 KTTH. Did you say Rhett Kavanaugh? Right-way traffic? Correct. Correct. The Supreme Court Justice. Okay. 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 Mm, okay. I think uh, I might montage the Ukrainian guy from 110 days ago going, hmm, with uh, this. Okay. Okay. There you go. Uh, well, and uh, more on that. So, so here, here's, here's my question. Um, and and it's interesting because I got a, I had an interaction with federal law enforcement yesterday on a certain federal facility. Really? And I got a $250 trespassing ticket because I was in the wrong protected area. And I had now, now part of my, not only the fine or $250, I have to apologize to absolutely Every Warren and Colony of Mazama Pocket Gopher. What? In yeah. the world? Yeah, that's I, I agreed. Okay. And you weren't so, attempting a coup, were you? I was attempting a gopher coup. Oh, gopher. A pocket coup. And I, I have a rule, and it's obey the law. And so when, when I am uh, lawfully detained by federal, state, county, or city law enforcement, um, <clears throat> I, I, I am asked to produce identification. I, I do so. And um, and I have a couple different policies in life. Um, own or legally possess the car you're driving. Um, have it legally licensed for the road you're on. These are good rules. Have it insured. And here's a big one. This is a big one. Are you listening? Are you listening, kids? Here's a gigantic one. Don't have outstanding warrants. Okay. You'll you'll find your interaction. With uh, Honky McGill or Johnny Law will be much smoother, and in in fact, you'll be signing at the bottom of the yellow copy, which is not an admission of guilt, uh, within about ten minutes. And you'll I, here's the thing: I didn't make furtive movements. I didn't leap out of the car. I didn't I didn't come at him with a uh, a, a candy licorice gun, <laughs> thinking what a great treat. And I certainly didn't try to to, to kill him. And Did you it, use the classic, uh, what seems to be the problem, officer? Oh, no. No, no. <laughs> I, 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 I knew. I, I didn't know because there was no signs that said restoral of Mazama pocket gopher, which it's one of those life forms that uh, chooses to live only on federal land. <laughs> and so it, the charming little pocket gopher of the South Sound, sure, it could live in Thurston County, but you, Right. Oh, oh, sure. It could maybe live on the grounds of the Capitol. Yuck! No, no, no. It has to live in a uh, in a drop zone. 
somewhere on a on on federal facilities that have drop zones. Facilities. Facilities. Are, are you going to challenge the ticket, or yeah. are you going to take it like I'm a gonna, man? I'm going to pay it online today. Just get it the hell uh, uh, out of here. But yeah, that's why whatever people say. Well, you pulled me over because I'm Paisley, or you pulled me over because I'm Corduroy. No, I pulled you over because this car is expired. Now, can you show me a driver's license that says you can drive on this particular road? I don't have it. It's in my other pants. Okay, well, you're driving without a license. That's a different ticket. What is your name and birthday? No. Oh, you lied to me. That's not your name and birthday. You give me your correct one. Oh, you have warrants. You know, the, the, whenever you hear that, oh, and then you then you came... You made furtive movements for a knife. And so my, my, this ties up with federal law enforcement in D.C. With, with this. My feeling about being a cop is, A, I could never do it. I would last four hours, four, four minutes, really, if I ever had to interact with you know, humans. But if you're trying to incapacitate me, if, if, if you're trying to incapacitate a, a on-duty cop in uniform who is armed, if you're trying to incapacitate them, you're trying to disarm them, and they get to treat you like you're trying to kill them that's my world. And by the way, if you have a knife, you're not unarmed. If you have a giant lead pipe, you're not unarmed. Just because one side has a gun and you don't doesn't mean you're unarmed. If you're attempting to disable a cop, to incapacitate a cop, they get to assume you're going to take the weapon away from them um, and not not to, you know, plank it at targets or anything. So this uh, the what, this D.C. Capitol uh, police officer uh Edwards or Andrews uh, was the first person to talk and she'd been injured fairly grievously. And then they, and a lot of this video, they kept saying exclusive video. How come I I'd seen it from different angles and just not the filmmakers. I'd seen most of it before. Yeah. And, and so, so anyway, she was, you know, the rally is going on and these uh, proud boys, Oath Keepers guys, big hulking dudes, they come up to the barrier of, of bike racks that that like there's three capital police behind those one of them is a fairly diminutive blonde who was testifying last night in front of this committee carolyn edwards carolyn edwards and they they she's saying get back and back and back a lawful order they're not obeying it now they have hands on the barrier on, on the bike rack she doesn't have a stick out she doesn't have backup she didn't have riot gear on <clears throat> um but now they're they're trying to uh, undo the barrier and and she is putting her weight on it they pick it up because they can pick it up they're big and strong and they start pushing her with it then they hit her with it she falls backwards hits her chin on the uh, on some stairs on on the handrail of some stairs then hits her head on the actual concrete stairs why she didn't have her weapon out shooting at those guys i don't know or at least have the weapon out and say Face down on the ground, splay your hands out, hands behind your back, interlock your fingers, you know, whatever. I'm really stunned that our capital was so unsecure. and Because keep in mind, they keep saying armed mob. Well, they had sticks, but the only person shot and killed was a protester. And you know, had had they been armed, because none of them wanted the ticket. They, they all know that D.C. is a intensely, uh, you know, controlled... Uh, uh, municipality. I mean, after all, it's Heller versus D.C. And so that that was my question last night was, okay, the, you know, cops withstood something that was really horrible, the whole thing, but why weren't weapons out? Why weren't you treating this mob like what it was? A, a 
rally that turned into a flash mob that turned into a bunch of vandals. But I but I, I just I want to ask Liz Cheney or Thompson, the, the chair, what what did success look like for them? You know, kidnapping Nancy Pelosi is already a crime. What what governmental tentacle of power were they going to have besides a, a bunch of dates and courts for trespassing and vandalism and, and all that? And that wasn't answered. <clears throat> but they keep saying no one's challenging the coup thing. No one's even bringing up the why didn't they use lethal force? I mean, you can you jump the fence at Fairchild Air Force Base or McCord and you run towards the C-17. You're going to eat a bullet. Why can't we do that for our, you know, constitutional process and the whole thing? And uh, is anyone going to point out that the Oath Keepers guy and the uh, Proud Boys guy were FBI informants? Is anyone going to ask, did the FBI tell them to do this? Anyway, nope. No, they're not. They won't do that. Anyway, uh, back in a second, AM770 KTTH, the 911 call. From the uh, the guy that was going to assassinate uh, Red Kavanaugh. Correct. Right. The Supreme Court Justice. Okay. Uh, back in a second, AM 770 KTTH. Let's get you to work with the right-way traffic. AM 770 KTTH, Brian here. A quick scan of the text. 206 Area Code says, Please have you or your producer explain how President Trump incited the riot on January 6, 2020. I keep hearing him say it. Why? Ken regards. Oh, you hear me say it too. He, um, he had a crowd in front of him and he said, let's walk down to the Capitol. I'll lead you. That started as people walking down to the Capitol by the time they got there. Well, and when they were there, Brian, they played video last night of a guy on a loudspeaker uh, shouting to the masses. He was reading out loud one of Trump's tweets that said Pence has not done the right thing. Blah, 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 blah. And then you can see the crowd go, yeah, Trump wants us to do this. And then they head into the Yeah, crowd. I mean, and uh, just just imagine how much of a dimwit you have to be to think that you're about to change the outcome of, of an election. You, you get that many dimwits together. And, and and here's the thing. He didn't Trump didn't specifically say walk down there and assault cops. If they're cops, you know, I, I understand that we all, you know, support the blue and the whole thing. But today, suspend that. Um, uh, and attack cops, and then get in there and uh, somebody number two in uh, Pelosi's office and all that. Yeah, he didn't do that. Um, but but what he did was not exactly read the room either. And uh, when when you get people that believe that there is a secret child trafficking ring being run out of the basement of a pizza place, when you get that many people together. So effectively, what he did was he said, hey, all matches come together here on January 6th, get there in a big pile. <laughs> and then um, if you don't mind, um, I'm, I'm going to spray uh, some gas over here and then I'm going to throw I'm going to put my cigarette out on you. Uh, or I'm going to kick my cigarette down. Someone, you know, I, I, I don't know what to say. And then well, or, or maybe maybe a better analogy is he told one of the gas soaked matches um, hey, uh, light yourself and then get back in that crowd. I, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you, except just the concept of the rally on that date itself. I, I, I never got that. And because I'm on the side of the 63 federal judges, most of them or half of them, uh, Trump appointees, not that that should matter, uh, rejecting every single claim. And then that gets Rudy Giuliani disbarred. So, um, I, I know what I saw. 
Um, and, and I was listening. In real time, I was listening. I was dri- daughter and I were driving south uh, through Oregon on I-5, and I was uh, on XM. I was listening to uh, Fox, seeing everyone w- was covering it live. And one of the things that frustrated me last night was they, they were trotting out Mark Milley. And the, uh, he has, believe me, when it comes to trotting Mark Milley out, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, he will get his own door when it comes to trotting him out. Just tell him what uniform to wear. And so uh, he, he said that Trump's chief of staff, when it was time to call out the National Guard, uh, uh, Trump's chief of staff w- was saying, well, you know, we need, you know, what do we got to do? We have to make sure people know that Trump's in charge. Then he says, Mike Pence calls him and very vigorously orders him to get the National Guard out. That, well, then, Millie, <clears throat> that's not constitutional. I didn't get that because on the day it happened, um, I, I was, I was, um, uh, my, my favorite radio show called me up and said, you know, Hey, what's going on? You know, talk to us, you know, on there. And this is, uh, you know how I hate granular, uh, minutia. Uh, I thought you liked it. And it absolutely twists. You got to twist my arm for granular minutia. Brett Kavanaugh. R- red? You said red, like the color? Brett. Brett. The Supreme Court justice. Okay. Um, D.C. is a unique animal. Every state and territory has a National Guard. <clears throat> and the governor of that state or territory is in charge of the National Guard. The National Guard is people like you and me um, in civilian clothes. And when the governor says, oh, no, a flo- the Skagit River is flooding. Um, oh, no, uh, somebody is looting cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory. No, no word on where they got that, but I'm going to put an end to that. Or Madeleine Albright calls Gary Locke and says, this is really embarrassing. Get the National Fricking Guard on 4th and Pike right now. Okay, so then the governor can activate his National Guard, but they still work for the governor under U.S. Code Title 32. Um, if the president uh, declares an emergency and says, wow, this is way beyond L.A., these are the Rodney King riots, now you're federal, different deal. D.C. is different. D.C. doesn't have a governor. Okay, Alaska, Florida, Maine, Hawaii, even Puerto Rico have a governor. Um, D.C. doesn't have a governor. Who calls out the National Guard in D.C.? Oh, crap. Has anyone ever thought of that? Well, yeah, they have. They worked it out a long time ago. The authority to call out the National Guard in the nation's capital, which is a federal district, not a state, not a territory. Um, I think the U.S. even has a literal designated colonies. I want to say Tinian. Anyway, doesn't matter. The president of the United States tells, directs his secretary of the army to call out the D.C. National Guard. Mm-hmm. That how that work. Um, not the vice president, because he's not the commander in chief. The commander in chief is the POTUS. And the POTUS had just told people to walk down to the Capitol. There was a riot. And so a little late, you know, hey, somebody shut that barn door, the bulls out, the whole thing. The, the entire smoke and mirrors about, well, Pelosi turned down the uh, the security. Maybe he asked her opinion, but if you want him out there, you can have him out there. But if your own bias is that, well, how could this be anything but a beautiful rally on January 6th? You're not going to call out or alert the National Guard. They weren't even in their armories. Um, and that that's how that works. This is this is sort of the, 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 the conundrum of, of D.C., which should never be a state. But then again, it should never have a mayor. Uh, but uh, whatever. I just wish the rioters would have knocked politely on the door of the Capitol, and if they were told to go home, they just would have turned around and went. We could have had something like this. It's Black Rod. 
Open the door. Open the door. <laughs> who, who? What's the name of the guy? So he called himself Shagbag or Possum Bag or something. The shaman? The, the, no, no, not the Indian buffalo head shaman guy. Um, the guy that pooped in Pelosi. The guy that was sitting at Pelosi's he, desk. Oh, did he defecate? I thought he was on a did it with his shirt unbuttoned. Who had the laptop? And I mean, the... by, by the way, this this is a goober. I'm I'm not going to be next to this guy saying, yeah, it's probably the right thing to do. I'm a guy, bare chested guy with buffalo headdress. Not my political pundit that I'm going to listen to. So this is this is all an S show, and and I I loved Trump's results. That's why I voted to reelect him in 2020. No one blocked my democracy. I didn't vote for him in 2016 because he didn't know anything. He was just a wealthy guy who made some good business decisions, but he was a better politician, which is the, at the end of the day, you vote for the people that are better politicians, not, not that they're going to lead any better. And then in many ways, his, his neophyte approach got more progress with North, with North Korea than this senile guy. Uh, and in in most ways, uh, no matter what you hear, and I have to, I'll, I'll make this point that we can break. Uh, th- when you hear idiots like Joe Scarborough saying, "Well, he tore NATO apart. This is what happened." What? No, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. He just stopped the free ride. Um, he didn't. He wasn't charging rent, and it wasn't uh, America's participation in NATO wasn't protection money. But I love that Trump said to the Germans, "Hey, you're getting along for free." You're taking advantage of the fact that we have giant bases on your property. We're guarding you, um, and you pledge a 4% of your GDP on defense. You're not doing it. Um, It was most impolite and impolitic, but it got results, and there's that. So that's why in 2020 I voted for the guy. But the votes were counted. People disputed it. They counted them. They counted them. Federal judges said no basis for this. All, by then, the QAnon genie was out of the box. Everything was a conspiracy. But on January 20th at noon of 2021, a different guy was going to sit at that desk, and anyone else sitting there would be a trespasser. That's how our, the Constitution works. Not putting on a buffalo headdress and, and terrorizing AOC. Now, it's, and the problem is, we're never going to hear the end of this now. Thanks Thanks to Goober, the shirtless guy, and and the the guy sitting in Pelosi's uh, seat, we're never going to hear the end of this ever. Red? Did you say red? No, uh, Brett. Uh, so there, that's that's that. I, it was it was not a coup attempt. It was basically vandalism. Um, and you know, if, if Trump thought somehow, if Mike Pence sends us back to the states, the same result wouldn't come back. I don't know. I. Maybe he did, but but let's be honest, he was surrounding himself with fairly crazy people. And if the world is melting, I'm not going to have a face-to-face with the MyPillow guy to come up with the reason why why the world's melting uh, or or whatever. Um, all right, there you go. We'll uh, be back uh, right with this. Amazon 770 KTTH. Brian Suits here. Let's get you to work with the right-way traffic. Hey, I'm 770 KTH, uh, Brian Suits here, and yeah, inflation numbers up from the Bureau of Land St- uh, Labor S- Statistics uh, today. We'll get to that. 
Um, and the the shocking difference, I, I know that many of you have been asking uh, what percentage of Americans think they could defeat a goose in a fight versus what percentage of Brits. The, 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 the gap will shock you. We'll, we'll get to that. Those numbers announced uh, this morning. Um, and I, I got to say, you know, re- re- reaction to, to last night, if you watched it, I only watched it because I, I figure, okay, there's two audiences. There's people that already believe all this, and they're going to write a check to the Democrats. And there's people like me who who have a, how is this a coup? Show me again what, you know, tie this up. And and it was not done. But there's there's a guy, a, a very, very elite guy, and he goes on TV because he's elite. And he had said, and this is so out of touch, uh, after the thing was done, <clears throat> Uh, he tweeted out, I really hope that millions of Americans saw it and will now rethink the idea of voting for the GOP or not voting and destroying democracy just because gas is pricey this summer or they didn't get their student loans forgiven. It's clear that everything is on the line. Okay, over the top much, but discounting the the poo-pooing of of what you're going to work for today is the it's today's example of out of touch elites and just blew me away i mean i know what last night was it was an infomercial and it made little effort to actually convince people like me who've been asking since january 6th okay besides their mob of vandals how is this legitimately a coup attempt and uh so and then then we find out that two of the so-called leaders we're, we're FBI informants and all that. So now, you know, the question that's not being asked is, wait a minute, did the FBI coordinate this? Wait, what? But anyway, uh, the 911 tape of Nicholas Roski of Simi Valley, California, calling uh, 911 after flying in, landing at 1 a.m. with a, uh, a Glock handgun or two magazines unloaded in a suitcase. By the way, for folks, if you don't know, and you can't carry it on, but you can check it. So he checked it, gets in the cab. And he had uh, chased down, uh, without too much difficulty, uh, Brett Kavanaugh's address. And then he, he got the yips, I guess, for, for lack of a better way uh, to to put it. And he called 911 and basically turned himself in as a potential suicide. Further away from myself, if self, that's advisable. Yeah, move forward. Oh, wait a minute. I jumped in the wrong part of it. Here we go. I'm having... Thoughts. Say your last name again. By the way, they drop out any medical information. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, he he said I'm having suicidal thoughts, and you're you're allowed to call nine one one with that as as a complaint. I'm having suicidal thoughts. Say your last name again. Roski, R O S K E. Okay, so tell me exactly what happened when you said these thoughts. I've been having them for a long time. I'm from California. I came over here to act on them. Are you thinking of hurting anyone, including yourself? Yes. Do you have access to any weapons? Yes. I, I, I brought a firearm with me, but it's unloaded and locked in the case. Okay. And where's the firearm now? It's, it's in, a, in a suitcase. It's a black suitcase. Um, it's, I'm standing near it, but the suitcase is zip-tied shut. From uh, I just came from the airport. I need to get your description. What race are you? I'm white. I have uh, short, uh, short light brown hair. Uh, I'm wearing 
a gray shirt and black pants. And you mentioned works. the suitcase. Are you carrying a suitcase? Do you have any other items you're carrying? So any, anyway, he goes into uh, you know some detail about. Aren't you struck by how calm and collected he sounds? Because when I read a story about crazy person arrested who wants to kill Supreme Court justice, I sort of think the guy's going to sound unhinged and unbalanced. But he's like, "Hey, here's my name. Here's my suicidal thoughts. Here's what I'm planning to do. Here's my biographical information." What, what, you know what? You, you know what you're doing. Uh, you're stereotyping all suicidal people as Bobcat uh, Goldthwait. So you want you want him to sound like Bobcat? Uh, no, he had. It's funny. He he flies cross country, um, gets to the correct address, is let out by the cab, sees security, suddenly has a revelation that his, that his his uh, suicide, his suicidal thoughts are, are perhaps manifesting the uh, the the wrong way. Uh, there's pepper spray. There is uh, a knife. Uh, there are various um, tools. And you said you came from California. Do you know someone down here? Brett Kavanaugh. You said red, like the color? Brett. Rex. The Supreme Court Justice. Okay. And you came alone? Correct. Okay. All right. And what were you uh, coming to do? Just to hurt yourself and him, or what was going to happen? Correct. You got the order wrong, but correct. Uh, there's pepper. Um, so what, what, what's remarkable is the 911 guy clearly has dealt with suicidal people before because it's not like, oh, let me put you on hold and get you to the suicide guy. You know, this is who answers. And they start sending uh, security to the uh, correct address. Yeah, and, don't and you keep them on the line? You keep them on the line, keep possible. them talking. Right. Um, and, I've seen the movies. And so that's, that's uh, where this goes. And he gets to the, well, how do you get the address? With. Okay, so I took, so the, the house said on it, and then I looked up, and um, his says he lives in Maryland, so I found the only the address that's in and, Maryland, and, and it was here. They're taking out all of the street address information from, this is the I, Montgomery we, County 911 we, release. Uh, yeah. And so he's not, he's not, you know, covering it up or anything, but, so anyway, at the very, very end of it, um... Yeah, you can you can hear the sirens. The guy keeps him on the line, and then uh, it's a cockapoo. Okay, is that your first dog, or he gets him? No, by I his had dog. dogs. Okay, it's a cockapoo. Oh, they're almost here. There's a car just stopped in the middle of the street, but it doesn't have. I, I never. Yes, I'm. They're here. I'm gonna hang up. Okay, go on and speak with them. There you go. That was from TMZ, as you can tell. Um, and so uh, what we find out is that his parents are on vacation in Hawaii. He leaves Simi Valley. The dog named Molly, a cockapoo, uh, is there. FBI went late Wednesday. They, they, they did a hard door kick, you know, to get in there and, uh, you know, the whole thing. Uh, so anyway, that is the 911 tape of uh, the guy who was there to kill uh, uh, Red Kavanaugh. Brett. Brett Kavanaugh. Brett Nato. Back in second AM 770 KTH. What what percentage of Americans think they could fight a goose and win versus British people? Uh, that and more news you can use uh, right after this. AM seven seventy KTTH.